unofficial episode of season two of Valheim podcast. I'm Jeff with Purple Elf Productions. I'd like you to welcome you to the show today. I have my cat crawling all over my keyboard. Sean, how are you doing today? I am outstanding. I'm really fantastic. I'm wonderful. Those are three good words. Those are all words I would put in the Zen diagram of good. That's good to hear that you're doing good. Yeah, you know, things are tough, but you got to get tough when things get tough. You got to be tough. That's so true. It's like scars that we get. It's like when we get hurt, we develop these scars that actually make our skin tougher, that make it so next time we get hurt, we don't get hurt as bad. I What I've started to try is every time something gets bad, I just get nicer. Like if someone's coming at me now, I just go, man, you have some really nice shoes on today. <laughs> what kind of shoes are those? And then if they're still just really mad or something, oh, I, I want to just comment that even though you're upset, the way in which you're like phrasing your sentences is truly adequate. But, you know, <laughs> well, this is what I want to talk about, Sean, is because I, speaking I of shoes, would... why can't I make shoes in Valheim? Mm-hmm. I can make. About can I make boots? I'm just thinking you'd like to make some boots, like boots of speed, perhaps? Well, just like regular boots, because, I mean, we're going to get to it, but when I can make like a rag tunic and a rag pants, or let's say a leather tunic, a leather pants, and a leather helm, why don't I have leather shoes available to me? Do I have to run around barefoot? Yeah, so, you know, I think that shoes create a lot of things, a lot of things. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I think one, it's difficult as far as artificial intelligence, as far as making it look good. Okay. And I think that because this game was still in starter mode when it first began, like, right, they're just trying to even get some money to get it going, that it had probably perceived of having full, potentially full armor at some point. Oh, so maybe we'll see the, so we saw the hearth and home expansion. Maybe we'll see the shoes and do's expansion, we'll call it, where you can have sweet hairdos. Well, they already give you some choice of some, some do's. Yeah, but what if we kept going with it? Because I have some ideas, you know? What about right. the reverse mohawk? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or just a stack on the back. Hard mullet, hard and strong mullet. Hard and strong mullet. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Are you just going with your previous haircuts? Is that what it is? You're like, let me pull out some of my old school air haircuts for a second. I had the, uh, I had the full strong mullet in middle school when it became the hockey haircut in central Michigan, where I grew up, kind of in like the very center of Michigan in the United States, right? Um, yeah. Any everybody, if you want to know what the Great Lakes are, just remember the word homes. Okay, it's a what is that called, Sean? An acronym? What, what do you mean? Well, H is for Huron. O is for oh, Ontario. M is for Here Michigan. E is for Erie. And S is for Superior. I don't remember if that's an acronym or not. That's not yeah. important to Valheim, though. I'll tell you that much. No, no, it's it's definitely has nothing to do with it. We should probably move on from your Michigan experience. Well, especially because I made a promise in our prequel episode or our launch relaunch episode that we were going to dedicate ourselves to actually giving accurate information this time well we're gonna try anyway i mean 
That's yeah. what you're. That's okay. what you're here for, by the way. That's why. I hope you're ready. I am. I'm always ready. Okay. Well, then let's go. Let's launch Accurate the game now. Number one. Sean, I need to have a conversation with you before we start this whole thing, and I need to promote the show. So let's do those two things really quick, okay? Okay, here we go. Okay, promote the show. In the show notes, uh, you're going to see a link to Patreon, um, or you can just go to Patreon and search for Valheim Podcast, and that's the Patreon we've started. If you used to be part of it back in the day, I did cancel the subscriptions. Um, thank you very much for being a participant. Um, I appreciate it so much. Um, I did cancel all of those a, a bit back. And we are relaunching everything again. And um, once we get our first patron, we are going to unlock the first boss on a server that we have started. Now, let me tell you about this server really quick, everybody. Somebody in our EverQuest community, because we actually make several games, uh, game shows here at Purple Elf Productions, shows about games. And somebody that's part of another game we play called EverQuest um, has been very generous. We call him Gaza, has been very generous with his time and money to not only become the mod of the channel in Purple Elf Productions for Valheim, but also to make it so there's always a server available to you. So you become a patron, you'll you'll be the first patron now that we've relaunched. And our rule is we don't get to kill the first boss until you join. So we have we literally have like five of us there who have already built tons of stuff. We're gonna get to Run Don't Walk and what he's built, but it's <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> We're going to get there, but we cannot kill the first boss. We're all waiting for you. And so we need the first patron to join, and that will unlock the first boss. And then we'll set the rules of engagement for when we unlock the second boss. And um, furthermore, um, we're going to have a rule set for every server to make it unique and fun and a unique experience. The rule set on this server is you can only build structures on ocean coastlines. Everything down to a plank of wood, to a bonfire. You can only build structures on ocean coastlines. You may say, how close, Jeff? I say, you're in charge of that. Be reasonable. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's what we've been doing. And we have been playing and having a lot of fun. And that's what we're going to get in today. So please consider becoming a patron. Now, Sean, I said I was going to talk about two things. And you know me, I start blabbering. I already forgot about the second thing. That is not surprising. Um, <laughs> you said they had two questions for me. That was the other thing. Oh, but, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That helped me remember. Okay. See, that's why you're my best friend, Sean. That's how, you're my best friend. Let's get that Here. out of the way, everybody. Let's just get that out there. Let's get out of that, that out of the way. For those of you who maybe you've never, you've never listened to this show before. You've never listened to our other podcasts. Um, you just don't know. You just don't know. Um, Sean has been my best friend for, you know, I can't speak for him to me. I'm probably like his fifth best friend, but whatever, I'll deal with it. He's been my best friend for, well, since it's been since 1993 or so, somewhere around there. It's tough to decide when best friends changed, right? <laughs> but you were a friend starting around 91. You became an extreme, you probably became the friend I have been best friends with ever since, since like 94, 95. I don't know, it's not important since when, but it's been a very, very long time. And a lot of our friendship has been focused around games, and that's one of the reasons we are making this show together. Um, I don't know, I just had to get that out of the way really quick. Uh, so I, I, let's start off by, Sean, just thanks for doing this show with me. Well, I, I appreciate you saying all that, and you have and always will be you know, my best friend too. So you don't have to, you don't have to stress about stuff like that. I have a lot of good friends. I don't, I don't know if I really, you know, 
I don't go around telling people, hey, you know, you're my best friend. And I'm sure you have other people that you're pretty close with, too. Well, yeah, I tell but, them they're, they're my best friend, too. That's what you right, do with friends, right? Right. Well, totally. And then when the other people are around, you just don't bring it up. <laughs> or if you do, you just kind of you say it out loud and kind of quickly glance at each one of them and just deuces and they're out. <laughs> right? Uh, so, um, I, you know, I don't play that game too much, but. Uh, no, it's just hard to have. I mean, there's a lot of people who've been in my life for a long time, but not as constant. Right. And I think that you you probably know more, you know, dark, so to say, all my skeletons. And I probably know all of yours. Yeah, that's, that's not a doubt, everybody. That's not a doubt. Um, but we're, I'm glad we talked about all that. And the reason I wanted to set that all up is because I have a very serious question for you, Sean. Okay. It's so serious that I forgot it again. Yeah, that's how it goes. Well, Dang you know, it. you asked me, you asked me a while ago to if I could Dang think it. of maybe something that we would go to after we did the coastal thing, um, if we were going to do a second server, which it had know, to do with rules or on. something. We'll get there. It's not important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's okay. I fl- By the way, everybody, I fluster myself sometimes. I just self flustered. What do we? Should we come up with a name for that so you can start calling it out for me and be like, "Settle down, Jeff. You're just j- j- flustering or something." Hmm. You're sluffered. Sluffered. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Stop sloughing it up. I got my kitty with me right now. I want to talk about well, Valheim, Sean. Yeah, oh, I want to. And I, I remembered the, it. The yes! What is it? I delayed long enough where I remembered it. What are we doing with spoilers, Sean? Because I because here's the thing about this game, Sean. This All game, right. when I describe it to people, and here's your introduction mm-hmm. to the game, by the way, everybody. If you're coming from another yeah. one of the games we talk about. Valheim to me is Minecraft, which I think personally might be the best game ever made. It's funny we don't have mm-hmm. a show about it. It's probably because there's already 20 million of them. But um, so I think this game is a lot like Minecraft, but you're a Viking and the graphics are very different. And then the other thing that's very unique about it is its immersiveness to almost a very relaxing and meditative level. Uh, so that's what the game is to me. And one of the very special things about this game is it's so relaxing that sometimes they will spring things on you that are highly jolting and a very fun experience to go through. And mm. how do we deal with those with the audience, Sean? Because that's something I think we need to come to terms with before we go forward here. Because last time we gave away all the secrets, I have a feeling we're going to do it again, but I feel like we need to have that conversation and be honest with the audience and if we're going to be revealing that stuff or not. Sure. So can I, I presented this to you before. Do you remember? No, of course not. You don't. Okay. When, when did so you present it to me? That, during the last time we talked about this episode. Do you mean like a couple of days ago? No, no. So well, much I think it's happened. actually in our last podcast that we put out, the one that we were telling people we were about to do this. Anyway. So much has I think happened what since we do, then. I think we bring it up. We say, okay, there's at the end of this podcast, we're going to talk about oh, things that that's happened. Right. You said that. And if you don't want to listen past that point, you're going to want to hit you stop and then pick back up next week. That's right. That's and a, I think that solves the problem. That's a great idea. That's what we're going to do today. Fantastic. Then you better hold your questions till the end about whatever ha- might happen that is exciting and electrical. Right. But okay. So well, let's just get into it then, Sean. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of ask you questions about what it's like to enter the world of Valheim. So everybody, you start the game right, and first of all, you have to create a character. Is that right, Sean? Before you even join a server. Yeah. And by the way, where do you, if you want to play this game, 
Where do you go? Do you go to the arcade down the street at the strip mall and put some quarters in the mm-hmm. machine? Yes, that is exactly what you do. Find your local arcade. Okay. Call them up. Ask them what games they got. Okay. And if they don't have this game, you got to make fun of them and be like, oh, you better get that game. <laughs> if they don't, or, you know, just get on your, get on your local computer. Okay. That'll probably help out. Okay. Um, but this game is downloadable um, through a service. I got it on the service called Steam. I don't know if it's available on other services or not. Yeah, I believe it's. I don't know. You can probably buy the game itself, just pro- purchase it. But I don't. I don't know. Then that would be like a. You'd have to have a, some sort of uh, way to get it on your computer. Cost me twenty bucks, but I believe sometimes they'll run sales, so you, maybe you can get it cheaper if you wait for it. Yeah, I think it's worth it. I think that just the building alone is probably worth it. It's a fun game. Again, I'm starting to see it as like uh, meditative. You know, we're starting to round out these games that we have on the show, and we've been doing the EverQuest game for a long time. I'm doing the MetaZoo game, and I think the thing I love about this game and why I think it's important to have a show on this game is because it's very it can be very peaceful and very relaxing and very meditative when you don't want to think because i think that's a lot of what video games are is you wanting to not think but still be entertained and engaged at the same time and this game really fulfills that i think it also is a little bit alive so even when you're wanting that and you've got your little place and you're building it out all of a sudden you know either it's night and you know you get your regular nighttime crowd or you get literally the game goes oh it's time to attack you and the forest comes alive and you know just everything attacks you fun i like that part of it quite a bit i also like the kind of endless adventuring aspect to it but before we can go on our adventure we have to start our adventure and in this game once you create a character and you know decide what the face looks like and whatnot the next screen is you have to join a server. And uh, I think we may end up coming back and doing even more on the specifics of this once we understand it even better. But right now, what we're doing is we're going to the jo- the join friends one or the join other screen, and you can actually type in an IP. And once you join our uh, Patreon, you get invited to the Discord. We have our specific one there that we're using that's coast only. And there's a password that you then type in, and then you go into the game, right? and. The first thing that happens is a short um, uh, intro video. Uh, there's names for these cut cutscenes. There's a short cutscene of you riding uh, or holding on to an enormous raven. Sean, would you consider this to be a uh, a, a reveal or not? No. Okay. I don't think so. so. Okay, then yeah, I mean, well, I didn't expect it the first time I played the game. It shocked me. Right, but I think if we consider that a reveal, then it's almost like we consider everything a reveal. I want the reveal to be like the, no, I don't want, no, that's not okay. a reveal. It's too late anyways. So yeah, you you, um, you uh, are like being flown through the clouds on a stormy night over, you know, it's hard to tell. You're flying over forest. Um that's like, you know, you're in the first perspective, I believe you're behind the bird and and being you can see yourself being carried and then you become a bike above the bird or as yourself and you can kind of see down below you. Then you get dropped down in a ring of rocks that each 
have a symbol on them and giant chains around them. And at this point, you're going to have a raven that starts uh, talking to you. And so I found that whenever the raven tries to talk to you, just get it out of the way and talk to the stupid raven. <laughs> just It's going to keep bugging you. Just well, get yeah, it. Exactly. The first time you play, it gives you tons of helpful information too. But I don't like instructions. Yeah, well, if you don't like instructions, click on through. <laughs> but one thing I find very useful here at this first scene, now that I've played the game a few times, little cheat code here, everybody, is if you run around the inside and the outside of these stones in this uh, almost druidic circle, you're going to find things on the ground like berries and stones and wood and basically all the things you need to get started. And they're always right there around those stones. And I know the first time I played, I didn't realize that. Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's enough things to kind of get you a basic thing together. Yeah. And what is the first thing, Sean? Is it a workbench? What is the first yeah, well, thing you build in think, this game? I think a fire is probably like in a hammer, like making your hammers, probably the first thing you do. Right. And, and, then, uh, and without a workbench, there's only a couple things you can build in this game, correct? Yeah, I think it, you know, there are more as you go along that your, your hammer starts to do quite a bit more. Um, and then, of course, along with a workbench, it does an enormity. Right, but I think when you first start the game and you don't have a workbench built yet and you hit the, I think it's the tab button, it brings up building. And again, describe this game as Minecraft. It's a lot like, there's so much building in this game. It's the reason I'm fascinated with it. I find it very zen-like to just build stuff out in this game. And we're gonna, again, we're going to get to what Josh is. Sean, what the frick is Josh doing over there? <laughs> with the deer hut? Dude, that thing is insane. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's it. it's it's his it's his thing. The one of the reasons I thought it'd be fun to start these servers is to see what people could do because I'm sure there's people out there who are amazing at what they can do there, and I feel like we're getting the first taste of it with Josh. Like I'm sure there's people who can do even huger things, but like when I saw what Josh has built, I'm like, what's going on in here? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, I think you can only start by building like maybe an axe and a hammer and a workbench there's only like a couple things you can build when you start in the game and you need i believe wood for all of them wood and rocks yep and then what are the first type of creatures you're gonna encounter when you show up in this world little creepy crawlies sean well the non-combative things are deer you're gonna see them and then the pigs they will attack you and uh you're gonna see the little guys with the tails i can never remember their names oh the necks yeah the necks they're gonna you're gonna see them yeah and, and you're gonna see graylings at first i don't like graylings sean yeah they're quiet and they sneak up behind you now this time around the block sean we're gonna take this slow I want to go through these basic creatures because I think that's important. You know, we're going to take this game slow this time. We're going to actually talk about what you can get from these things and why that's important. I want to be a little more of a how-to guide here, but we're going to have some fun while we do it. So I think out of all those creatures, the one that you mentioned that I want to talk about first is maybe the, the boar. 
Because I feel like when I'm first starting in the game and I first want to kill something, I feel like maybe, is it called a boar, Sean, or is it called a pig? Boar. The boar. What do you get from boar and what can you do with it? Well, you get two very important things from boar. You get boar meat, which just looks like a hunk of meat. Hunk and of meat? you get um, their hides basically are scraps of leather. And you need that really badly because you end up using that to make other things, better things. A lot like of shield. things. Or, yeah, a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, the bow, I believe you need leather scraps for, the rag tunic, the rag legs, which is your starting set of armor. Um, there's several just little auxiliary items, I feel like, uh, around the place that you need more for. Let, let's try to think of them here for a second, Sean. What else do you need? Do you need them for the hoe? Leather scraps, you need them for a shield, right? You need them for a shield? You definitely need them for a shield, yeah. Any kind yeah. of, anything that you're built having straps or, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. You're gonna need them for a tanning rack, which is gonna upgrade your workbench oh, yeah. so it can make more things, right? Yeah, you, yeah, that's a big you can one. Make a shield. What's that, Eric? You can make a shield. Eric, we know it can make a shield, right? I remember it. Jeez, Eric's yeah. being a smart aleck over there. Got the shield. Then 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds. What are you going to do? Let them be smart Alex. Yeah, super smart Alex. Jeez, everybody join join the um, Patreon and support me. I have a smart Alec kid, and I need, I need more support. Please. Yeah, you do. Please. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I find leather to be really the thing i'm looking for early on and that meat's important too uh what do you do with that raw meat sean well i think actually in order to build the uh cooking you i uh, can't remember what it's called it's like a the, spit right yeah that goes over the fire yeah you make a fire uh, and you make a fire with what wood stone and, gr and like that grayling what is that stuff called resin just stone and wood is it just stone and wood for a fire yeah okay you're, you're thinking of a torch which is with resin and wood okay we'll get to resin okay so yeah you build but, a fire and then over that you put the spit right correct yep and then you can cook the meat which is a super interesting process because it actually is timed and you know it makes a specific sound and has a look that changes and also like sends up a little signal and usually a puff of smoke when it's done oh, cooking. Sean, sorry. I'm sorry you were building, but all of a sudden it's nighttime now and there's graylings attacking you. What are you going to do? There's two graylings coming. They're, they're hitting. You didn't even build a wall yet, Sean. What are you going to do? They're attacking your fire. They're throwing stuff at you. What are you doing? I'm really not that worried about it, actually. I'm just going <laughs> to turn around and strafe backwards while I whack them both. Probably take me, I don't know, a couple seconds and then back to work. Well, congratulations. You just survived your first serious encounter in Valheim, Sean. Thank you. Yeah, I actually enjoy that stuff. That's when I get into the zone. I, w I, like, I went out the other day while I was playing and ran into some, some oh. things that I... Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. Be I know. careful now. We, I got, know. A, I we know. got a long road to go down here. <laughs> and it was extra fun. I'm sure I'll talk about it another time. Oh, that's fun. Um, it is. So I want to talk about these little stinking graylings because they freak me out. I don't like the way they move. They do this thing, everybody, where they duck and duck and weave and bob on you. 
they kind of come up to you and then they back up a little bit and they're they're creepy they got these jelly bean bodies with these like really skinny arms and legs and they make messed up sounds by the way that we're gonna try to keep i was about to swear but we are gonna try to keep this clean everybody we're gonna attempt i can't promise you all but this is where what do you think sean clean yeah we can try okay we're gonna try <laughs> <laughs> okay so um what do you get from these uh graylings and do they freak you out like they freak me out they're a little bit weird for sure um they they drop the the resin and sometimes wood and sometimes stone. Like, I don't care about the wood, right? So these things are a nuisance to me. Because plus, it's, if I feel like with resin too, it just adds up over time. Like, sure, it's handy sometimes, but you get more than enough. It becomes useful, more and more useful, though. There are, you know, like as you progress, there are other things to use it for. And um, yeah, even just for the torch alone, I think the it's that has a pretty big value. Now, what would happen if you were fighting a grayling, but there were, you were also fighting next to a torch? Does that is that gonna at all change the dynamics of this encounter? No, but you know, you there's a couple of different times where I use it where it, it was beneficial, like being out at night trying to do work. Wait a second, wait a second. I thought I was setting you up there like a softball. I thought it was beneficial because I thought that graylings don't like torches and that they will well, they try might. to avoid them. I, I don't know. I have not had that experience. Like maybe, maybe they will, but they'll just come around the other side of you and then right. whack you that weird whack. Right, it's not like they leave, but I don't mm -mm. think they like fire. I think they'll try no. to avoid it. If I were you, I wouldn't do that either because you end up probably burning yourself more often than not. <laughs> I have a problem, everybody, with uh, cooking food and being around fires. I'm oh sure I'm God. not the only one, Sean. Well. All right, so now you've been adventuring and killing stuff, and all of a sudden here enters the second character in the Valheim world. And the cool thing about this character is they have an awesome mullet, right? And this, this dude walks up, enormous blonde mullet, super, mm -hmm. super tall dude, right? Super. Yep, super tall dude, and is um, yep. is like tall just dude. just wanting to tall, tall, tall dude. Just wanting to um get resources, right? Not interested okay. in killing anything, but more interested in like building things because sure you can kill stuff and you can get meat and you can get leather and armor, but I want to start building my home. You know, that's I want a home, Sean. Okay, so I would look at that person and say, there's a field out there, not far from here, that you should run to, and you'll find rocks and wood out there in that field, and you can pick them up, and you can start a fire, and that'll help keep you warm. Okay. And then you can also make yourself a hammer and an axe, and you can start to go to work. Go to work? Like uh, at McDonald's? By the way, we are looking to McDonald's to sponsor the show, if you're listening. No, um, no, I would say just grab that axe and start whacking down beech trees. Any beech tree you see, you just whack it down. Now, when the beech tree starts to fall, should I try to catch it? Yes. Yep. <laughs> spend, as much time, spend as much time as you can trying to catch the tree as it falls. Okay, because I've tried to do that sometimes, and this, this weird thing happens where my life usually mm -hmm. goes to like two and usually like I'm way higher than that before the before I try to catch the tree. 
Yeah, you're not really, you're not catching it right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what you have to do is actually, as the tree's falling, you have to swing at it so many times that it breaks into oh. the woods so that when you, you see what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, no, but there are, there are some things that I have learned, and I'm sure you have too, by cutting down a ton of trees. Oh, like what? So if you are on some sort of slant and you go towards the top first and cut from the top down, if you're going to cut them all down, right? Cut to the top down, the trees will fall into the other trees that are below and start to knock them down and do some of the work for you, right? And so by the time you get down there, most, some of them are already busted and, and it's just easy work. Yeah, they call that, in the gaming world, they call that uh, big brain, I think. They call it like five head. I think they, brain time. they call it wrinkle brain. What do they call it, Eric? Big brain. They call it big brain. Doing something smart means you're big. So that's the, you're, I think you're big, official big brain now, Sean. No, I wouldn't go that deep. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I've also learned that if I do it too much, uh, my acts don't work anymore and I cry cry. Yeah, but all you got to do is run back to where you've built your little work table. Right. Your workbench and make sure that it has a nice sturdy wall around it and a roof over the head of it. Okay. And you can fix it right up. Okay. Or you just make another one if you got wooden rock on you. And then uh, I, th I think you can carry around about 300 pounds of this wooden rock when you start in the game. And we will get to a point later where I think you can change that. But um, at first, I mean, what are you doing with this this wood and this rock? Are you building like um, shoes? We were talking about shoes um, as far as like, uh, what are you doing with this stuff? So actually, if I were just starting on playing this game, I would just learn how to build things very quickly and kind of haphazardly, so to speak. I, just I completely get... disagree. I completely I know disagree. Because you think... you'll otherwise you'll end up getting overwhelmed and swarmed eventually when you end up having to go to other places. But if you are going to go slow, uh, then, yeah, you can, you can build a huge structure first and then venture out. Now, as far as building quick and haphazardly, I have seen some, you know, clever ways. It's fun having this server now with these other people we're playing with, for example. I noticed that I believe it was Gaza who built an outpost and cleverly used a huge stone that was part of a druid ring as basically one of the walls of the outpost. And that's actually what he built the rooftop off of. So it already had support. And so you can do some clever things by using the environment to your advantage to kind of getting a good uh, fort because you do want to get a fort which you know has four walls and a door and a roof and a and a fire you don't need a huge space but you know you want some protection there I, 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 if, if you're gonna go the adventuring way or the adventuring style no you don't um, want to do that everybody you can just stay home <laughs> and you can build a nice little place again with a fire eventually you can get a deer rug we'll get to that mm -hmm. you can farm pigs eventually if you want Oh, we're going to get to Sean's thing. I know what we're talking about next. Yep, next week for sure, we're going to get to fig, Pig Farming 101. Yep, that's next. That's going to be what we all have to look forward to next week is everybody, Sean has a problem. I don't, well, actually, I don't know if it's a you, problem. It's kind of adorable, I, honestly. Harvest. You got to harvest. Harvest everything. When you're out there running around, just pick up everything that you see. Including don't, pigs? Don't I'm just saying. You just pick up pigs as you run around? I pick them up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, uh, hey, once you have this wood, it's mostly wood you need to build 
most of your initial structures. You can do these basics like walls, you know, roofs, um, a couple of variations. Sorry, my kitty is hitting the microphone. A couple of variations of different slants of roofs, different uh, heights of walls, but you get basic building materials like that. Ladders, right? Yeah. Yep. The, the buildings, I actually stuff is, I, I haven't still, I have not um, messed around with all of it. You know, I have my go-to stuff that I, I figured out how to I mean, work with it pretty well. It's a good thing we have a professional builder on the podcast then. I mean, I'm waiting. To, we're going to have him on in a couple of weeks. I'm excited no, about it. that's me. That's me, Sean. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's me, Sean. Yeah, but the thing is, I've never seen you really build anything like, you know. Well, Plus, I mean, you know, Josh kind of made me it. look silly. Josh made me look silly. Right? Right. Are we going to get to that this week, Sean? What? How Josh made you look silly? Or? Just, are we going to get to Josh's structure? Or do we have to wait till he's on to talk about it? I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Let's let's keep going here, Sean, for a minute. Are we talk, what, Are we just talking about we his, haven't, his... We have to back up the train, Sean. See, this is the problem that we had on season one, is we just pushed the train too fast, right? We're, get, we're, we're going too fast here. Let's get back to those basic animals we encounter, Sean. We didn't even get through all of them. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with basic animals. Okay, how about the neck? You mentioned there's a neck. I would like to mention that I like hunting neck because pretty much I know where to find them. And I think that's an important thing about this game is knowing where to find something. I know if I go along a small river, I'm going to find some neck. Yeah, and what normally do you get from them? I usually get a tail, and I think that's it. You never get You can can get a trophy. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to trophies. But yeah, you the important thing that you get is a neck tail, which yep. then goes back to um, you take it back to the fire that you were describing, you put it on your spit that you built. And yep. by the way, what is that process like? Um, b- building the spit or putting no, it on the spit? Like actually cooking food. I found it interesting the way they actually have you do it. I'm just I, I, I already explained it earlier in this <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> You talk about how you have to put it on and wait a second and then take it. Did you talk yes. about how it can become charcoal? I Well, I got oh. through all of it. You cut me off, actually, oh, at that point. Okay. We can go back. Please rewind the tape. Rewind anyway. the tape, everybody. Yeah, if you don't get it when the smoke poof and all those other things that I described earlier in the episode happen, it turns to charcoal, which is usable, but you don't want to do that with your meat. Bad you, idea. You can then make a sign with your charcoal by combining it with wood. You can put a sign above your chest so that way if you fill the chest with, let's say, trophies or meat, you can put a sign above it that says trophies and meat. Yes, that's very true. But don't burn your meat. Don't burn your meat, everybody. Um, I honestly think now that I've played this game a couple times that if you're going to go ahead and build your campfire and you're going to build your meat spit, as far as if, again... I'm talking from a perspective of you care about your house. Sean doesn't care about his home. Sean's a wanderluster. If you care about your home, you care about your surroundings, I suggest starting with two spits, a double fire, double spit. Don't start with a single dingle. It's not going to do it for you. You're going to need to cook four meats at a time easy. Eric's on fire, everybody. Eric's into it. He's He's going deep over there. No, I totally agree with that. that. I think that two fires and two pits is mandatory. By the way, everybody, Eric's name is spelled E-R-I-K. Um, that's actually not spelled after the game Valheim, uh, actually. We didn't do it because of the game Valheim. I just want to be clear about that. You did it because you wanted him to be a Viking. Let's just be honest. <laughs> 
I am. I mean, I am fifty percent Norwegian. I have visited yeah. Norway. Yeah, snacker. Yeah, snacker. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Oslo. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what, I'm gonna say it again. Oslo. Oh yeah, yeah. Eric can say it too. Yeah. Yeah. He, but he, snacker, you were trying to turn him into a Viking. I know you were. We were trying. We still hand him axes every day and ask him to just chuck them. Just chuck it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's weird, but good. Okay, so that is the neck, and then we have the deer still. Yeah, well, the deer is a little bit advanced because I think you you got to, um, you know, you, you can kill it with your axe once you've become a little bit more proficient with cutting down trees, but it's not exactly easy. <clears throat> like, how many deer have you killed with just your axe? Well, I mean, that's not really what I do. But I know, but I'm just asking. In which game? I mean, I've played a lot of servers now. In this, in this current version. Um, I'm gonna go with this, zero. This current, mm -hmm. this one right here. Right now. Right now. Yep. Two. Zero. Two. You have zero. to. Everybody, here's the thing. There's a couple things happening here. When you get close to a deer, they give you a second. And then they freak out. Or if you shoot at it, they give you a second, and then they freak out and they start running. Now, there is a feature in this game called Sneak, though, Sean. I'm not really a pro at this uh, feature, but I have been doing it a little bit lately. What's this all about? Sneaking is absolutely fantastic um, and progressively can get better, which we'll talk about later. One of my favorite things about the game, actually. Really? Um, yeah, and it also alludes to the... Um, the version that I would like to make when we're done with this version. Whoa, you already have a new server in mind after the building yep. only on coast, ocean coast server? Yep, and I know the name of it and everything, except wow. that if I say it, it's gonna, so I'm not gonna say what the name okay. of it is yet, right? That's another thing we're gonna have to talk about. When do we open the second server? That's gonna be another type of goal we're gonna have to get to, like, we'll are, finish we'll, this one first. We'll, just, we'll get there, we'll get there. Hey, baby. Okay. Um, so these, there it is. The deer are tough to sneak up on, but you can, right, by hitting. Well, it doesn't matter what you hit. You'll, we're not going to explain in this game, Matt, like what keyboard strokes you hit, but you sneak up on these things. But when you sneak, you actually use up stamina, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yep. And over time, it goes away. But that you can get pretty close before you. It notices you most times, and then, like you said, it has a second, so I'm sure that's how you've done it if you learn how to sneak up like that. Or sometimes they just freak out, and they run in one direction, then they, like, bump into something, and then they run right back at you, and you just get lucky, you know? <laughs> that's the other way I get some sometimes. Sometimes they'll just, they're kind of spastic deers, and sometimes they'll just run right back in front of you, and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the most useful tools again for adventuring is the flint knife as well that's another really? early thing yeah i've never used that why is it good uh it's really fast and so and it's very lightweight so if you're because that's another thing about the game is like with the heavier things that you put on slow you down as fast as you can run you run slower right because you're weighed down and so if you're running with an axe you actually run faster with a knife and, and so then when you run into the animal and you're running at full speed, it, uh, it can take quite a bit of its damage. I want to cover, there's so many directions we could go from here, Sean. We've li literally covered so many things that's swimming through my head right now is 
four different ways we could go to expound on different things, but I think we need to rein it in a little bit here. I actually want to start to wrap this episode up a little bit, kind of tighten it up. We'll get, we'll, and maybe we'll play a little bit tonight. We'll see. I again want to, I'm begging you, everybody, please become a patron because then we get to kill Ekathir. Do it. <laughs> Do it. So, link in the show notes, everybody. As soon as we get our first patron, it's going to be on. Now, how, here's what I want to ask you again, Sean, before I get to my last question because I think it's important. Let, by the way, don't let me forget. And that's what food does and what stamina is. I want to cover that before we're done today. But okay. um, how should we kill the bosses? Should Once we hit our goal, should we say, okay, it's this saturday at this time or should we just say okay it's free rain um you know eight o'clock that night that that, that we hit the goal how do we do this because i don't yeah, know yeah i think it has to be a set time after it happens for the uh veil to be lifted and, and should then it's it be like free, that free for all yeah. like that week sometime sometime a couple days after or something like that yeah, two. I would like to. I think a weekend is a good thing. It probably gets gives most people the opportunity okay. to be there. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds good. Um, so yeah, we'll, and if there are if there are euros, they're in luck because we are generally up heck early playing. <laughs> we are, we are early birds, everybody. Uh, we both get up around. You know, we're not afraid to get up at five some days. We'll do it. We'll do it if we have to. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Yep. I like it. So, but yeah, the stamina and the food for stamina and the food for um, hit points, life. Yeah. So let's talk about that. How is food used in this game? In what way is the resource of food important? So, um, it gives you both hit points and stamina depending on the food. The ratio is, you know, can be quite different. Um, you know, forty to four to one or three to one or different things like that and it's not permanent uh, when you like eat a piece of meat for example it might last for well do you know how long a piece of boar meat lasts sean i believe it's 20 minutes okay but uh, yeah the other things last less. other, other things last longer <clears throat> you um <clears throat> also as you go along you end up learning new recipes com combinations of things that then i you know do other things and last longer give you more stamina more um, hit life, health. Um, but it, you know, for, for the most part, meat is giving you more health and a little less stamina. Um, why is one and, important versus the other? What does health give you versus stamina? Well, health obviously lets you take more hits. So if you're going out adventuring and fighting things, you're going to want to have as many hit points as possible. Not me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, I mean, the stamina aspect is important when you're fighting too, because every swing that you take takes down stamina, okay. right? And when you run, it takes down stamina. So there's, you know, plenty of reasons to want to have stamina, but you're, you just, you need to be able to take some hits. Um, and then when you're working, you don't really need the hit points, right? Unless you're trying to catch trees, which unless you learn how, <laughs> I don't recommend. By the way, everybody, <laughs> they don't... Just like uh, wherever you think the tree is going to fall, I would suggest you stand on the other side because that's actually one of the coolest things about this game was when I first started playing and a tree fell on me and I died. I'm like, that's so cool. Or even if it's rolling down the hill at you, you're like, I got to get out of the way of this thing. What are you talking about? The first time we got back into this, you killed me like three times <laughs> intentionally cutting down trees. 
<laughs> that's the laugh too every time oh you're dead again oh ha, ha, ha. oh it's funny yep that's why this time i go no i'm not even building anywhere near you i just ran <laughs> all like as far away in the very north end of the island and like yeah i'm good over oh, here that's funny <clears throat> um, yeah so i think it's better to use your stamina stuff when you're just working and cutting wood and and building and all that stuff um i think it and running or if you're just literally just going to explore if you don't if you're going to just run from every fight then it's really good to have stamina as well yeah agreed and the meat you said is giving you more hit points and any type of like vegetable or fruit is that going to be a little more on the stamina side or is that just overall worse it, it's both but okay. it's yeah it, it, it like things like honey i believe give you more stamina there are things that give you more stamina than health now there might be some people who are listening who want to you know let's say what we call spike the game they want to try to beat it quickly there's a lot of those types of players out there what would you suggest to them as far as what should they do with these resources when they find berries and mushrooms should they eat them or should they save them for later on and just eat meat so the first, you know, the first couple things you find, I recommend that you eat and, and until you and you keep on eating whatever variety of things that you find until you find enough to to have a small stack and and or kill something and cook it. Once you've been able to do that and establish, then you want to save it. You want to save all of that and only eat meat. Okay, so use it until you can only eat meat, which means you have to find three sources of meat. Like once you have your neck meat, your boar meat, and your deer meat all going on because you can only eat three foods at a time in this game, then start saving all your berries and all your mushrooms for late recipes later on. Yeah, yep, I, I would save it all. I think it's well well worth it. And one thing I want to point out is how important food in, is in this game because... Sean mentioned how many like hit points and stamina it gives you, but one thing that's important to keep in mind is in this game you start extremely low, right? Don't you start with a tremendously low amount of stamina and hit points? I don't know the numbers, but it's almost like once you 25. eat all this stuff, it like more than sometimes it's more than 10x what you started with later on in the game, right? I mean, you start with a very small amount if you're not eating anything. You're very vulnerable in this game. Yeah, you start with about 25. Oof. And that doesn't change, right? Even once you're later on in the game, you built a beat a bunch of bosses, you still, if you're not eating food in this game, you are extremely vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, it's all tied into what you're eating. That's something I found really unique about this game is there's been a lot of other games like EverQuest, another game we play, and in EverQuest, what you eat has almost no impact on the game, right? Yeah, I mean, it's relative at this point, especially. In the beginning, there's some things, I suppose, that you're eating that could potentially boost you a tiny bit enough to make a difference but yeah I, not now but that's something i want to be clear with the people listening to this who are thinking about trying valheim is food is possibly the number one resource in this game i mean you can make an argument for that can't you sean sure i mean and especially because you it's another whole level of it's like building if you want to really be doing it right you gotta be doing a lot of different things which we'll get to later but um you know you don't you don't think about it at first because you're like oh i'll just harvest and kill everything but you know remember how people progressed because eventually they started to do other things which we'll get into in later episodes we will so the next episode everybody we're going to start talking about the pig farm we may reveal um josh's superstructure. um we'll probably talk more about the other structures that are being built like the one that gaza started a 
the communal hall. I was seeing some other people jumping on, Sean, like Bringo. I see Bringo coming in and out of there. There's already people popping in and out of the server, but again, those people are coming from our other gaming communities. We need our first Valheim podcast uh, patron, and then boom, we're off to Ecothere, and then we have to start thinking about the next uh, the next goal. But it's it's going to be a fun journey, Sean. I'm looking forward to it because this game is so relaxing and meditative that um, it's hard to say no to it. <laughs> You know what it's I mean? True. It's true. It's hard to say no to it. When the, when I look off and I've been building all day because that's what I do, <laughs> and I look off into the ocean and it's um dawn and I see mm-hmm. a deer run across my structure in the in glisten in the water. It's it's the most beautiful thing. And and you when you play the by the way play the volume when you play this game everybody. It's just it's a gorgeous game. And I that's something I want to say actually to the creators of this game really quick. You created a a really beautiful, immersive, almost meditative experience, and I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's an amazing game, and you know, I would love to see the expansions that could be created from it as well. It seems like it could be super amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Well, thank you, Sean. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, what do we come up with a sign off for this show, Sean? What do we say to end every episode? That's very fitting to the Valheim life. Uh, Hmm. Well, it's a tough one, right? It's, it feels so committed. Like, if we pick it, do we have to stick with it? Um, how about resting? Uh, rest you later. Rest you later? Hey, rest you later, Sean. Rest you later. All right, bye. Bye.